This podcast contains explicit content, language, and sexual situations. It is intended for adults 18 years of age and older. These thoughts and opinions expressed are not those of any specific employer, group, or individual. Better with the rat race, we decided to sell everything and move to Cancun, Mexico. Now we do what we love. Work, party, and play in the middle of paradise. After 18 years in the lifestyle, we thought we saw it all, but we were so wrong. So wrong. Oh my God, so wrong. Now we want to share the fun that we get to have every day. So come to room 77. Let's play. All right, Lauren, here we are. Better late than never. It's only late for you and me. No one else really knows when we record this. Well, they know now because I just told them. (laughs) It's true. true. We're super behind. (laughs) It's the day before we have to launch. (laughs) And we need an hour of material. Go. Okay. No editing. You have to be completely. Yeah, You already fucked up. I did. I have to edit that out. (laughs) You do. It's been raining here, and that brings up my first issue that I have to get out of the way. Storm watch. Hurricane 2020. Hurricane Zeta. Was it Zeta? No, Zelda? Fire. I don't know. No, Zika. No, uh, it was Hurricane Zika. Uh, so we're okay. We lived through another hurricane. Next month, we will have another one for you. I assume. <laughs> I hope it's over. This one was weaker, but worse. Yeah. Right? It, it the crazy. house was shaking. It was everything that I thought the other hurricane was going to be. It's like when you hook up with a couple and you're like, wow, that chick's really hot. <laughs> this is going to be fucking amazing. Right? And yeah. then you get with another girl the next night, not as hot. Mm-hmm. You're like, that shit rocked my world. Yeah. And she was a category one. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> That's what it was like, right? So we were all caught by surprise. uh, And by all, I mean me, right? And the house leaked again, like a sinking submarine. And uh, here we are. We are are afloat. We are living. Yep. Still raining, but yeah, we are alive. Just on a side note, everything is fine with us, except did hear both the Desire Hotels are gone. Yeah, (laughs) they didn't make it. Yeah, they (laughs) fell down. Everything is ruined. It was a monkey. He flew by. Uh He told me when he went by there, two little legs sticking out from under the structure. (laughs) And it was Alessio, the GM, (laughs) with really pointy shoes. The shoes curled up. And they were pointy shoes, not because he's a witch, but just because he's Italian. (laughs) So that's that news. That's what I heard. (laughs) Speaking of the hurricane, Uh it literally came was it 36 hours or something after after flirty down and dirty our party where we took over we took over the entire country is what we did <laughs> we're going to tell you about this party which had a lot of sex and a lot of partying a lot of dancing a lot of dancing almost too much dancing a lot of food it was absolutely amazing so that went well and the only bad news is that on a downer note, we lost B. I wasn't sure you were going to bring that up, but... Yeah. She came down with something really serious. It was sudden. Uh, we lost her to to monogamy. Yeah. I don't know. How long ago was it? Two like months September ago? September. September. So yeah. we're going to miss her very, very much. She is in love. She is in a relationship now, which means she cannot do those things anymore uh we wish her the best of luck and we hope that she has nothing but happiness and good sex with the same person for the rest (laughs) of her fucking life over and and over and over but you're 26 i mean it's only for the next 50 years yeah or 70 yeah it's only for the next 70 years you're so gonna have so much fun yeah we love her 
we still care for her deeply, but she is a conflict now. We're, we're sad about it. Yeah, we still talk every day. Everything got turned around when she got infected with the monogamy. Mm-hmm. It spread quickly. You're right. It really did. It was quite sudden. Because at first I thought, oh. She's only been exposed. Just for a little bit. She yeah. just has a few symptoms. And uh-huh. then it came on all at once. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I've known other people who've had the monogamy before and, and they were they were fine. And some people are fully recovered. They're in remission. <laughs> and so maybe, wrong. And that can happen to her. She could go into remission. You don't know. Yeah. Or he could catch a case of the lifestyle. I'm not going to wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's not about having monogamy. It's about living with <laughs> Learning to live. Learning to live with monogamy. Maybe, look, you're going to have flare-ups every once in a while. Mm. You know what I mean? There's creams for that. Yeah, you're going to have flare-ups because you're going to go through moments where it's going to bubble up in you. You're going to be like, oh, God, here it is again. And that's okay. Just call your doctor and you say, I'm having having feelings of orgy right now. And that's... (laughs) You know, that's normal. That's normal when you're living with monogamy. Mm-hmm. You can keep that under control with many different things. Religion mm-hmm. is a good way to... Uh, is a great way. Long walks in the woods. Oh, I thought you were going to say masturbate. You can masturbate, but that sometimes leads to the monogamy spreading in your body and mm. it gives you thoughts. It's it's a serious, serious thing, monogamy. You just want to sort of isolate yourself as long as possible and suppress those feelings as much as you can. That's what I would do. The numbing medications work well. Do drugs to (laughs) To numb numb yourself. We love you. It was good while it lasted. It was. We enjoyed every moment with you. She's not actually dead. I want everybody to know that. (laughs) So we had our flirty down and dirty party where we took over this gigantic villa in Playa del Carmen. We're going to do it again. Now, the entire thing was absolutely chaotic from the start because all of the assholes that attended decided to fly in (laughs) at exactly the same time. So when it came to scheduling pickups, which we decided to do ourselves because we're fucking awesome, uh, we were like, I don't know how to be in every place at once. Right. We had Richie, who used to be a playmaker over at Desire, and he was working with us and he was shuttling people. I would have pulled anybody off the street like, hey, Juan, I need you to go pick, pick my friends up at the airport. They're arriving in Terminal 4, gringoey. They'll be kind of slutty. You'll know who they are. So uh, we pick them up. We take everybody to the villa. Uh, some people had to come here. Yeah, first. some people hung out here for like the first part of the morning. We fed them mimosas and light sandwiches. And yeah. Meanwhile, I'm trucking everything <laughs> to the villa, right? There's a family that lives at this villa. They didn't party with us. They live in front. They're like the caretakers, yeah. I guess. There's like a little lady and then another little lady and then a little man and then another little man and a little tiny dog. They were one of my favorite parts of the entire thing. The whole experience. Pedro was part of that clan. Pedro is about probably 157 (laughs) years old. If you were doing a documentary about Mayans Mm -hmm. and you were like, I need to learn everything I need to know about Mayans. And living off the land and like, yeah, how to just do everything. Build stuff, sand and sticks. Yeah. If there is a zombie apocalypse ever, I'm going straight to fucking Pedro. Oh, he'll know how to deal with everything. Pedro's going to (laughs) live. He He totally would. Pedro 
and his little dog Coco, who <laughs> followed him fucking everywhere. Coco and Pedro. That's the name of my new show. They were amazing. So we show up at this house, and you know, first thing we have to get the bars out. We have the bartenders getting everything set up. Everybody just wants to get naked, right? right? And I'm like, listen, everybody, I want to get naked just as much as you do, okay? But some bitch is showing up, and I got to sign some sort of paper, okay? I don't even remember what her name is. And we got to wait for her. The whole family's cool with everything, the yeah. people that live there. But she shows up like an hour late, and everybody's just sort of drinking by the pool, and everybody's getting set up. All I want to do is get naked, and she's <laughs> she's like, and here's the other bedroom. I'm like, come on, let's go. Let's pick it up. Let's pick it up. I was watching. I was walking uh-huh. by. Like, just get telling out. the people outside, she's in here. Just don't show your cock yet. <laughs> so she teaches me how the safes work. Number, pound, got it. Enter, got it. And she's like, safes are different in every room. <laughs> oh my God, lady, you're killing me. Take all my valuables. I don't even want it. Just get out. So she leaves and immediately everybody gets naked and we start having fun. And I'm not going to go through a play-by-play of the party because it was just four days of ecstasy. That's all you really need to know. My favorite part of the entire party was we took a baby pool, Mm -hmm. right? We blew up this giant baby pool, which was way too large for what we needed. (laughs) So we fill up this baby pool and we get like five gallons of new root gel. And if you don't know what new root gel is, it's like a really slippery, glycerin-y sort of stuff. Yeah, it's they use it for massage, but it's made out of seaweed, so it's naturals. And you can wash it off with water, which is a bonus. It doesn't stain everything like our oil from the workshop. Right. So I get in the pool, the baby pool. I strip down naked. I pour this new root gel all over me. And I'm like, all right, everybody, get in the fucking pool. And no one gets in. I'm standing there like an idiot, naked, rubbing this crap all over my body. And everybody's looking at me like, what the fuck is he doing? Well, they just were watching you from the actual pool. Like, like what, what is going on over yeah. there? There was a couple there that we actually knew the least. Just such a wonderful surprise for me. I call him Trunks because the trunks he wore were see-through the entire time. And I just fucking enjoyed that. And so did I. And number two, his his legs are like tree trunks. Oh, right? yeah. And she is yes girl because you could say, hey, do you want to? Yes, I'll do it. <laughs> you don't even have to finish your sentence. She's just yes. I have to go to yes girl. You, will you get into this pool with me? Yes, I will. <laughs> she just takes off her clothes and gets in. So I start rubbing her down and we're all oily all over the pool. And then one by one, everybody sort of starts getting into so then the pool was just filled with slippery slippery uh, naked people hands and legs and parts and stuff all everywhere and then I bet you were glad that that was the size of the pool I got yeah then it was too then it was too small it It went from too big to uh, too small and now in the middle of this we had given instructions to the people up front I was like listen here's the deal lady listen we're really nice people okay but I got to be honest with you. <laughs> if you come back here, you're going to see some shit. <laughs> shit that is gonna... Probably not in your normal Mayan culture. <laughs> shit that is going to be burned into your brain <laughs> for the rest of your life. I just need to warn you. Look, we don't care, but I need to... And this is what I told her. We want to respect you and your family. When you come back here, know that some shit might be going down, which it was in the new pool. <laughs> At that moment, I'm like, this is amazing. Pedro and Coco come walking by. I don't know what he was doing in the jungle. Maybe setting a trap for dinner. I don't know. (laughs) 
but he just looked at us, uh, sort of went on his way. And after that, I was kind of like, well, they really don't give a shit. I mean, they, they don't care. Yeah. I got a little bit of side eye from Coco when Coco <laughs> seemed a little judgy. <laughs> called it flirty down and dirty because we wanted to take people who are in the lifestyle and and people who were not in the lifestyle sort of living on the fringe or living in that spectrum we wanted everyone to be able to to get naked have fun but without feeling like it's gonna be a giant orgy every night or you have to play or you have to match up or something like that it's just kind of whatever less pressure just more relaxation and openness and fun and that's sort of what we wanted to create and i think we did a really good job the last night we had this huge dinner on the beach at the barbecue and we had a huge bonfire on the beach and one of the couples that was there had sort of always been living on the outskirts of the lifestyle right and they had their first experience at our party. I'm really proud of that. And I love those moments. Like, I love being that. The conduit. Yeah. And I think that's what you're saying, too. It's like you felt like you do something. And it's like, I like being that person who's safe. And, you know, you know, I'm not going to be like bender over and <laughs> finger banger or something. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, just, we all hope it leads to that. But <laughs> but I feel the same way. It's like and this is why I think we're going to do really well at the events and the parties and stuff, because uh, we really do come from a place. And this is why I think the workshop was so successful, which is like, hey, here's the deal. We're not going to hurt you. We're not going to pressure you. We're not going to make you feel weird. We really just want you to feel pleasure and we want you to have fun. We really put ourselves second. It's more important for us to make you feel good. And that's what's really, really important to us. And I think we gave them that that experience. experience. Yeah, it's super, super cool. I think she did get finger banged too. I think. <laughs> not sure. Well, I'll leave that. We'll leave that in their own bed. <laughs> yeah. I actually don't know what happened. Uh, the only complaint everybody had was not enough Richard. Richard was very busy. Richard was so busy that he didn't get to attend his own party, especially with his lights. I bought my blinky lights, which we talked about in the last episode. Uh -huh. They worked very well. Uh, while everybody was having fun, I was dealing with wires and cords and saying to myself, fuck these fucking lights. <laughs> they uh, were so awesome. I wanted to throw them across the room though. But so I wasn't able to attend my own party. So later on, we are going to have Trunks and Yes Girl on and they are going to tell us what it was like to attend our party. I did get one blowjob out of this, by the way. <laughs> Not for me. No, you're too busy. <laughs> In the meantime, we're going to talk about all the things that we have coming up, including different countries, the United States, another villa party we're having here in February or March? February, March? Yeah. Both? February into March. Into March. It's Richard's birthday bash. Richard's birthday extravaganza. Yeah. But I have a question, though. What? We're doing Richard's birthday bash, and we are also going to Antigua. Uh-huh. Antigua, Antigua. In, in July. Uh, we want everybody to join us in Antigua. It's going to be amazing. And you can go check out all that stuff at events77.com. All the pictures and info is over there. You're a travel agent. Are you able to do those trips too? Yeah, I want you to. I want you to. Well, you have to book the, I know, but the like, room. But yeah, do the flights through me. That supports us too. All right. I just, I don't know how this works. You sit behind me. I have my back <laughs> is to you. And I just know you're busy all the time. And I don't talk to you. I, I would say this. Don't come to hang out with me. Come to hang out with Pedro and Coco <laughs> because they fucking rule. Now, you can't really talk to Pedro. Pretty sure he only speaks Maya. He, he spoke limited Spanish, which I thought was super cool. Yeah. And Coco is a dog. So he grins and he wags his tail mostly all the time. <laughs> so go for them. That's what I would do. <laughs> 
I wish I had a photo. I know. Uh, if any of you are thinking that B fell in love with Pedro, you are correct. Oh my God. And they're living happily with, with Coco. Hello, my friend. Welcome to Flirty Down and Dirty. How do you feel right now? Uh, I feel very relaxed. I feel very happy. Describe the past four days here. In heaven. In a dream. An erotic dream. Would you describe it like as a, as a happy ending part? Like the whole party was a happy ending? Well, here's the last night, so we'll see if it's a happy ending. Yeah, we'll see if it's a happy ending. Because I have three really, really, really hot ladies here lying on a bed together. And they look like they're doing some sort of shoot for a calendar. Just a quick question, and one at a time. Who's sad here that they haven't had sex with me yet? I do feel like you just are neglecting me. How do you feel that I have not entered you yet? Can you see the, the slow tear coming I've down noticed. my cheek? I've right noticed. Here. When I was napping in my room, I saw you looking inside of my room. It was sad and, and sweet. And then you didn't come out. No, and I, I said, go quietly, away, I'm sleeping. Yeah, I was yeah. quietly weeping in the corner after that. But you did have, my, my penis was in your mouth. Well, there's that, yeah. Would you say that was the highlight of your trip? Oh, absolutely. Was that the highlight of the trip for you? It's going <laughs> It's going in the brochure. It's one of the questions on the, on the exit survey. How was the food? How was Richard's cock? Okay, I had some amazing food. So yes. the fact that your cock was the best thing that went in my mouth this trip. Me is, it means a lot. By the way, you're welcome. All right. <laughs> you, are you sad that you haven't had sex with me, B? When? <laughs> During this trip. Of course I am sad. How many times did you think about having sex with me? A, 10 to 25 times. B, 50 to 100 times. C, over 100 times. Zero. I'm going to default to C. Just wanted to make a brief comment about the villa party that we had down in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. Everybody there went through a COVID protocol safety measures. In fact, 11 out of the 15 people were there already had COVID, and it was very important to us to keep everybody safe. The uh, the people that didn't have COVID got tested, and uh, they were not allowed out of the house. That's right. And no one was allowed in. We had very strict <laughs> rules. For those of you who want to scream and holler, keep doing it. It's free market for us and we thank you <laughs> yeah keep talking about us <laughs> all right now here's something really special from licorice love one of our partners we've been waiting for i think two months or so to launch these cool boxes and explain what they are Lauren. the founder series boxes and they are specially curated boxes of sex toys there's a noir box which is more leather stainless steel objects things that would indulge you in that sense and the other option is called blush and that's things that are soft, like satin. There's a feather in there. There's jewels, vibrator, like seven or eight items in, in each box. And they pulled certain sex toys to sort of mimic a feel, a mood, if you will. There's no instructions in the box. When you open it, it's something that you experience together. You see the items, you see what they are. You take the candle, you light it, and it's a hot wax candle that you can drip on each other and turn into massage oil. And so order one of these boxes. Use promo code ROOM77 for 15% off some new sexy time in the bedroom together a super sexy gift that's not oh you bought me a silly dildo looking thing it's a bunch of items so it's more of an experience put all the stuff up on this episode's page on our website episode 38 i put up the videos of each box being open and what's inside and then you could click straight from there and head to their website and purchase the boxes they are live now don't forget to use code room 77 for 15 percent off at licorishlove.com, spelled I-C-K-E-R. Yes. L- licorice. That's right. Not the way you really spell licorice. 
which I learned last episode. <laughs> All right, Lauren, we are here. My headphones are still really bad. Oh, God. <laughs> Healing me. It's all about Lauren. How's that? That's good. Thank you. That's better? <laughs> yeah, thanks. Okay, we're here, Richard. No, you don't start. I start. Start the start. We've started. Start in a real way. That was, that was it. <laughs> okay, we're here. I have a surprise for you. It's not actually a surprise, so I have to make you pretend. Oh. We have two people here that I love and adore. What? That, yes. <laughs> special guests. Oh, my God. They were waiting in the other room this entire time, and they're gonna they're gonna jump on now. They're listening right now. They haven't said hello yet. You can say hi, guys. Say hi. <laughs> hello. Hi, guys. They did not practice that no. at all. Unrehearsed. Believe it or not, I think they drank too much in the green room. We said we were going to talk to them. What they don't know is I gave them nicknames. So mm-hmm. in, instead of referring to them as Jeff and Karen, I gave them nicknames. Uh, I nicknamed you Trunks. And and yes, girl. Trunks was because we loved your see-through trunks. We both enjoyed those. <laughs> and, so good. And your legs, my sir, are like tree trunks. Uh, and we, we both enjoyed that. And yeah. yes, girl, was because we loved that anything we asked you to do, you said yes to before we even finished the question. <laughs> We'll get into that in a little bit. But first, how long have you guys been in in the lifestyle? We've dabbled for probably five years, but that sounds like it's a lot more than... We we just never have time to get away. So when we say five years, maybe twice a year, we get to get away and do something. So we don't really have that much experience, uh, but it's been a little bit of time, just not not a lot of experience. But any go like go away vacation lifestyle experiences? No, we've never been to any of the resorts. Desire, I mean, we've been Hito, to some places no, yeah. in the states for like a weekend or something, but nothing like that. Well, now that you've been to a Room Seventy Seven jam, I mean, we've ruined every resort for you. <laughs> so I'm not kidding. That was the best vacation that we've had. We needed that. I mean, it was amazing. Everything, the service, the food, the people, the activities. I mean, it was it was just perfect. Yeah, at the risk of sounding like we're brown nosing, you guys did an incredible job with that. The staff that was, you know, the outdoor bar where we've got people handing us drinks left and right, the people cooking for us and making anything we wanted. It, it really was, and bringing us stuff at the beach, it was, uh, it was first class. <laughs> yeah, it's it pretty was. amazing. When I hear it said back to me, I'm like, I can't believe we pulled it off. I really can't. <laughs> I can't either. I know you had a busy day. You guys sort of work in the fitness world. Is that correct? Yes, correct. We, do. we do. You have a gym. Yes. I just want to tell you this because I thought of you today when I was walking down the lighthouse and I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror. (laughs) I haven't been to the gym in a while. It took this week off and a little bit of last week. I was walking down the stairs. What's happening to my legs, speaking to trunks specifically, is my calves and my thighs are at the same width now. (laughs) So, And this is not a good look, right? So as exercise folk, I need some help. I need some girth there. I need some muscle. And you guys sent us a workout and you're like, here, I want you to do this one. Just start with this one because it's easy. And you're like, go for 10 minutes. And I went for 10 seconds and I videotaped it. Trunks, you just sent back screenshots circling my face. (laughs) He did. He took a still from the video. Laughing at me dying. 
you look like somebody had slapped you across the on the first rep. It was a strain from the very get go. That was a tough day. It was a Monday. It was Mondays I, at the gym are hard. I think I quit the gym after that day. Right, <laughs> we both did. Yeah. Well, you're gonna come back actually next month, and we're gonna talk about the gym and the fitness and and the lifestyle and how that all intertwines and sort of gets wrapped up together in one sweet, sexy package. So now we wanted to talk about Flirty Down and Dirty because Lauren and I were so busy when we were doing the party, mostly me, not really Lauren. <laughs> um, I didn't really get to attend my party, so I wanted to see what your perspective was. So you roll up to this villa. What were your first impressions of the place? We were excited from the time we got off the airplane. Really hadn't said, we hadn't, I hadn't seen a lot of pictures. I think you had showed her pictures earlier, but yeah, I was super impressed and excited and it was beautiful and private and phenomenal. We met you a day or two before your wedding. Is that correct? Yeah, the day before our wedding. So you guys came down here and you came down to Playa del Carmen. You just reached out and you're like, hey, this is us. Do you guys want to meet? And we're like, yeah, we do. Uh, let's meet. And then you're like, oh, and by the way, we're getting married on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my question, I'm looking at him. I'm like, do I need to reserve like a holiday in like while we're lunching? Like, what do I do with this? Is this a go or how do we roll with this? It's an incredibly awkward dilemma to be in. Yeah. Right? Where you're like, hey, guys, congratulations. Uh, who's getting <laughs> fucked on the honeymoon? <laughs> so as soon as we left, you know, we were just, oh, my God, we should have stayed. But we had friends that had flown down of with course. us to come to our wedding. And we had made reservations for dinner at the hotel that night. And we regretted it when we left. But we barely knew you were like, hey, by the way, we're doing this thing. We have one spot left. Are you interested? I think you called like the next day. and You're like, hey, we want to go. We're like, all right, great. Out of the the group that was that was there, we sort of knew you guys the least, very really. least, yeah, yeah. The very very least. So there was like a, oh, I hope they were as cool as they were at that table, because <laughs> you don't. I mean, the other people you've seen them time and time and very very consistent, yeah. Like it could have very well have been that they were just in a good mood that day we met them, yeah, absolutely. And these two are just assholes, and we're like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, we don't really know them. So the next thing you know, only it wasn't even a month, yeah, not even a month. You grew back in Mexico, yeah. which I consider your honeymoon, your actual honeymoon <laughs> with us. Uh, so here you are in this amazing villa. It's hard going to a party where you don't really know anybody. And I remember you were asking, does everybody know each other? And although we knew everyone, everyone didn't know one another. Right. Did you guys feel nervous before you got there? Oh gosh, everybody was super friendly and welcoming. My big, I, I'll tell you what made me nervous. What? I was only nervous to meet you guys again. Why? Because- <gasps> At our first meeting, that lunch, I was super stressed out about the wedding and there was right. people waiting on us. And so I felt like I was kind of being an asshole. No. And so I kept going, I hope they don't think that I was being a bitch. I was more nervous about that than anything. But oh. then when we saw you guys, that all faded away. Yeah. Then yeah. after we there, your cock's buried in her throat and things are fine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's how we lighten the mood. That's right. All the way in her throat. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to the end part. That was the only bit of sex that I had the entire time I was there. So I was super, super thankful. Well, she did it twice. Well, she did it in the new room as well. Yeah, yeah, but she completed to completion. One of the things that Lara and I wanted, we wanted to really open up, not that we're pioneers, but... <laughs> no one's ever thought of this before. They do call us the Lois and Clark of the lifestyle. <laughs> Lewis and Clark. Lois and Clark was a TV show with Superman. 
<laughs> Lewis and Clark. Oh, I thought that's what she said. That's even better. Lewis and Clark, the explorers. <laughs> yeah, Lewis and Clark, the explorer, the pioneers. I'll just cut that out. They do call us the Lewis. Oh, I can't do it again. <laughs> so one of the things that we wanted to do was really try to bring the, the vanilla world that sort of lives on that fringe, outskirts of the lifestyle, and allow people that sort of are open sexually in every single way to really just be in this environment in a, in a relaxed way. We don't want anybody to feel any pressure. I think it opened up one of the, or two of the, the people that we had there that we had known for a really long time. On the last night on the beach, and there was a big bonfire going, one of the gentlemen, I call him Poker Face, Poker Face <laughs> sort of looked at me and he said, what are we doing here? I got to be honest, I was drunk. <laughs> I was like, uh, we're watching a fire. We're all drinking and having fun. He's like, no, what are we, my wife and I, doing here with all of you lifestyle people? And I was like, oh, shit. And then you, yes, girl, were like, teach him some shit, Richard. So I like sort of put, <laughs> pulled my chair up a little bit. And I'm not kidding you. I'm not saying that I am Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but you started your own religion that night. I, I'm not saying that. Okay. But you started your own religion. But I may have started my own religion that night. The chairs around me gathered around me, and I was sort of giving this sermon to this guy. And you remember that, right? Dude, what do you remember from that? I had gone to a different place. <laughs> Like, you know, like when those evangelicals, the spirit takes over, yes. that's what happened to me. You were speaking in tongues. I was speaking in tongues. I was sitting right beside you, but I couldn't see because B was in my lap. <laughs> what, what did it look like from your angle? Was I glowing? Did I have an aura? You did. At you any definitely point? had an aura. Right? So I tell him, I was like, look, what do you want to happen tonight? He's like, I've always lived outside the lifestyle. We, we want to try something, basically. And I sort of went down some rules. What do you want to do specifically? And we even caught him. Yes, girl and I caught him. We we're like, be specific. Because mm -hmm. he was sort of getting into that world of, you know, and then whatever happens, happens. And we're like, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah. no whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Well, his wife was very specific, too. Yes, very, very specific. And we yeah. wanted to keep it that way. And his or their fantasy, I should say, was she wants to watch me go down on another woman. So thankfully, you were standing to my right and I got out this part of the sentence, hey, would you be interested? You were like, yes, let's do it. <laughs> so you were able to, well, us together, what do you call a, a prophet's disciples? I don't want to call you a disciple. <laughs> and then we put you guys together, as Christ would do, and... <laughs> We put you together and then beautiful things happen. Yeah. You see how we mix Christianity <laughs> and the lifestyle? We are pioneers. Like, so you are. We haven't been to church in a while until that trip. It was like a religious experience. Yeah. You're welcome. Next time we're getting pews. <laughs> Stop screaming into the mic. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so now I, I missed the second part of this because I'm altruistic. I've done my work. I say, go beeth with one another. <laughs> beeth with one another. And then you guys wind up in this biblical threesome or fourth right. threesome because your husband, he was like, look, we're going to sit and watch. Well, mostly B. If B had access to popcorn, she wanted to just sit there with popcorn. I was like, no, you're going to make him super nervous if you sit down there and it's their first experience and you guys are sitting there just sort of taking <laughs> score, just sit back and let 
them have their experience without feeling pressure, right? You stayed way off to the side and you let them have their experience. So how was it for you? Was it, was it nice for you? Was it, was it fun? The funny part was that I love that you, when you were giving your sermon on the beach, the bonfire, you mm-hmm. set this up with her. Never asked me if I was not uh, once, with it. not once, not, <laughs> not once. But That's I drunk was, Richard. <laughs> I, I was happy that you at least had enough confidence in me to think that I would be okay with it. And I was. And so when we got there, yeah, we just kind of, I drifted off, I don't know, 20, 30 feet back, laid down and uh, watched the show. And it was. So what happened on your side? Yes, girl. Was it, did you talk to them afterwards or? I mean, we didn't like go through a play by play, but I talked to him. <laughs> <laughs> Did they seem happy? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we and we've talked since then. We've actually had a Zoom call, and you did, uh, oh. right? It flowed. It was very easy. They're s- such a great couple. They're easy to be around. And yeah, well, I was happy that we were able to facilitate that. I'm sorry, Trunks. The reason that I did that was because <laughs> she was to my immediate right. It would have been anyone that was to my immediate right at that point. <laughs> it just happened to be her. And I panicked. I was like, well, you want to? But I apologize. I'm not going to do that again. That was no, that no, was no. wrong. Don't apologize. I loved it. I thought, and first of all, I, I always love it when it's empowering to me to know that she feels comfortable enough that when you propose this ridiculous proposal that she was okay with it and, and jumped in there and went for it and had a great time. That's part of what we love about the lifestyle is that you push you just, boundaries, you have a good time. And then, you know, to be fair, this was already four days and four nights with you guys. So I really got the vibe for who you guys were and how you played and what your styles were. And I really, I didn't think at that point that you would have a problem with that based on all yeah. the other yeah. dirtiness that we had already done. <laughs> but already. that's like when it comes right down to it, it's like it is her job to be like, are you cool yeah. with this? And right. That's yeah. not my job. It's not your job. <laughs> I'm just there to to put it out there. Well, and we communicate very well with each other. The first night that we're there, I think everybody was a little bit nervous, right? Because even though we all know each other, that sometimes makes it a little bit more difficult yeah. right? because you have this friendship with everybody. It makes it a little, it puts a little a layer of friendship that sometimes makes it a little more difficult. Well, it's like, who are they going to choose? Trunks <laughs> and yes, girl, we had gotten these two blow up mattresses, right? And you two, like in no time, start the show. You just take your clothes off and you start blowing them. And then uh, Red and, and Pesci go to the other couch cushion <laughs> and there's five Adirondack chairs sitting on the side, right? And they're set up by accident as if there's five judges looking at these two mattresses. So we all find ourselves, there's five of us sitting there watching Pesci and Red on, on one mattress and you two on another mattress, and we felt like Olympic judges, and we're just watching you. And then you guys start fucking, and Lauren can't take it anymore because she's a whore. And she goes over, she goes over to you guys and start starts playing with you guys. Problem is, I hadn't blown up the mattress enough. No. You guys started fucking, and it was like a bouncy house. Yes. It, it was, was incredibly like, unstable. But. <laughs> Well, let me just say, though, the core strength that you must have had to have 
to be able to control that fucking with bouncy. It was like riding a bull. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like, it really was. It was like having sex on a trampoline. I don't know if you got motion sickness or whatever <laughs> happened to you. Then you went over to the other bed. Right, which was not a bouncy house. It was actually furniture. That was actual furniture. Yeah, that's why I was like, abort, abort. I'm getting like, I'm getting dizzy because my head was upside down blowing you, obviously. Yeah. And so I was like, I can't do this. I, I don't drink much anyway. And so I, I aborted. And he said, I think my cock made Lauren nauseous. <laughs> I just left, like no excuse, no nothing, no see ya afterwards. I mean, no wonder he has a complex. <laughs> Seriously, I'm the worst host ever. I mean, Jesus Christ, I am going to sit here and attest. Let test. me make it up to you. I'm going to test to you that she is very attractive to you, sir. <laughs> Her being kind of cunty, I don't know why. I don't. I mean, I ha- I was just busy. You you had no excuse. I just went. I was just in that. M- thing where I was like, I'm not feeling good. I just have to get out of the situation. And I honestly didn't think about any surroundings around me whatsoever. Well, yeah, I was like, at some point I'm laying there on my back and I've got two beautiful women blowing me and I'm looking up at the stars. It's crystal clear night. And then there's one person and I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm covering my face right now. Just (laughs) No, it's just embarrassing. Another reason she would have gotten fired if, if I wasn't married to her. There's so many reasons. I mean, thank you. Babe. Going back to the fitness thing, we had played volleyball together. It was me, B, our friend that I call him Pesci because he reminds me of Joe Pesci. It was, and then it was, I know who you're talking about. Of course you do. And it was a Trunks and Yes Girl. They're basically professional athletes, these yeah. two. Yeah. Right? That's what they're playing with. Uh, I almost died, but I beat them. I don't know if that's true. Oh. Right? And the story. <laughs> No, I think I, I think we lost twice. I think so. And B is the worst player of any sport. Oh, she's so- at all adorable, but she just watches it fall, and then and then she she uses all of her energy to blame someone else. <laughs> totally. She used to do that for us. Yeah, she just watches you lose the point, and then you could see her just sort of picking who's who am I going to blame for this one. And then we went out into Playa del Carmen. Oh, God, that was a wild night. <laughs> What's to watch, my name? To watch you guys act like toddlers all night long was so Oh, fun. my gosh. The most fun that I've had in I don't know how long. I hadn't laughed that hard. I mean, such a long time. And God bless you. I We we needed just to burn off some steam. We, You know, COVID and everything, there's so much stress this year that we just hadn't played Not. Literally, but you know, <laughs> yeah, like that and just had fun and been carefree in a while, so it was very refreshing. Yeah, we left that when we left the club that night as we were driving away. She looked at me and said, I really needed that, and you could just oh. you could feel like the tension of all the COVID work we've been doing just released that oh. night. So, you were my only sexual experience that entire night so i i had said i had said this before i don't want to repeat myself but it was the end of the night and you guys had a really early flight i'm breaking everything down and you're like we're not going to sleep because we have to be up in like an hour and i had sort of sat down on the outside sofa and lauren wasn't feeling well at all and i was like i want to play and you're like but i'm sick and i'm like well i'm not (laughs) i'm working just fine honey yeah come on Thankfully, again, you were both there for me. 
So it's like, it just happened to be in the right place at the right time (laughs) every single day. (laughs) What an amazing blow job that was for me. Just you swallowed every bit of me, which honestly isn't that big of a task, but (laughs) every part of me, it was just amazing. I just, it was the perfect thing that I needed. I mean, honestly, if you rode my cock, that would have been awesome, but I didn't, I was so tired. I was so comatose that I don't think I would have been able to move. No, I don't think we would have been able to move. If you had ever in your life, for whatever reason, pictured Stephen Hawkins having sex, <laughs> I don't know why you would. But if you did, I'm not saying you did, but I'm saying if you did, that's what I would have looked like if she, if she sat on my cock. How many people do you think I offend in this particular podcast? How many letters all, are you going to get? Scientists, religious people, you hit everybody. Not really. Not right there. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I literally did nothing but lie there. Um, And you literally did all of the work. Your husband and me just sitting next to each other. I uh, I don't even think your husband took his shirt off. I mean, that was like, that was too much work at that hour. Just the pants. Well, we're going to talk to you guys next month. Okay. And we're going to talk about fitness and we're going to talk about sex and sexy fitness and gyms. And we're going to talk about these little legs that I got and what I can do. Because here's the thing. When I see your husband's legs, mm. I'm like, God damn, that's so sexy. Like, like, I, like man leg. Thank you, honey. <laughs> man, man legs. Yeah. Thank you. Basically, Lauren just said, Richard, just shave your legs. Just shave your legs and put some fishnets on. Let's just... <laughs> I need help with that. I need big, thick, my wife says, man legs. (laughs) You're welcome. I did. I posted a picture on Twitter once. The the guy on Twitter was like, hey, skipping leg day. And I'm like, Someone skips leg day. I'm like, wow, so mean. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So mean. (laughs) Everybody should know you too because you're you're fantastic. And we want to thank you again so much for just just who you are and bringing what you brought for your friendship and laughter. Thank you so much. Well, we, we loved every minute of it. We love you guys. And it was absolute blast being down there. Yeah. All right. We will talk to you in the next one. Okay. Thank you. Love you guys. See you guys. Love you. So welcome to Flirty Down and Dirty, Room 77's party here in Playa del Carmen. First name that comes to your head. Who is your favorite person here? Richard. Who is your favorite person here? Lauren. No, I'm going back to you because you were wrong. <laughs> who is your favorite person here? Definitely Richard. Thank you. Who Who is your favorite person here? Not Richard. Who was your favorite person here? Lauren. Fine. Who is asking the questions right now? Richard. All right, I'm going to edit it in where you said Richard. Thank you for that answer. If you could describe this party in a word or a feeling, I've heard orgasmic, I've heard euphoria, I've heard climatic. How would you describe this experience that you have for like four days or so? How would you describe it? Intimate. Oh, that's nice. Here's a question that I had asked down there. On a scale from one to 10, how sad are you that I haven't been inside of you yet? 10. 10, right? Is it going to happen? I, I mean, the night is, well, it's not young, but there's still time left. Are you sad that I haven't been balls deep inside of you? Absolutely. How many? I'm looking forward to it. The person that I'm about to ask isn't in the lifestyle, so I'm going to ask her to lie. How sad are you that we have not made love yet? 
I am so fucking sad. And I don't want to make your husband jealous, but I don't think you were lying, to be honest with you. Yeah, that was pretty sincere. Do you love my villa? We love your villa. Surprise, this is my house. Out of the things that, that you've done here today, what was the thing that you looked forward to when you woke up in the morning? Like, uh, today I can't wait to what? His wife being naked. Do you love to watch your wife dance and you will watch her dance for 15, 20 minutes just sitting there watching it is the most amazing thing. You love watching her dance? Yes, I'm enamored with watching her dance. <laughs> Do you absolutely adore that? Love to dance for him. With the lights, would you say obsessed? That might be an understatement. How do you feel about my life? Um, I don't feel as good about them as you do because you spend so much time on them. <laughs> You've done a great job with the light. Would you say like I am a lighting god? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I feel that way too. Hello, my friend. Hello. Describe everything that you're doing right now. And I want that to include you rubbing your wife's breast. Rubbing my wife's left breast, uh -huh. watching the right one slowly get exposed as her dress slides to the right, okay. and knowing she's not wearing any panties. Beyond that, what, where, where are you? What, what is going on? We're sitting on the beach mm -hmm. in Mexico with a bonfire mm -hmm. with a bunch of sexy-ass people after an amazing dinner on the beach. Do you like me more after this party or less after this party? A little bit less. I expected that. I like you more, but I like your wife a lot more. Does that upset you? I think you lit her on fire. <laughs> I saved her life after I lit her on fire. Debatable. There are no cameras and you can't prove it. True. This is what we know. She did not burn up. She's safe, right? Right, but she got molested. I did have to molest her to put out the fire, but again, she is alive, yes? And she didn't fight it, which was what was concerning the most. I understand that was concerning, but I just just, just need a yes or no. She is alive, yes? Did all her clothes have to come off for this? I, I didn't have a blanket to smother her in, so I figured I would smother her with myself. And you had to lay her down. I also didn't want to ruin my own clothes, so I took off my own clothes. <laughs> to smother her, like a blanket. I was a human fire blanket. And get on top of her like that? How I was trained, it would, you go right to your training, You just it just clicks in. And I couldn't see your penis anywhere. I was inside of her. Well, then thank you. That's what I was looking for. You're welcome. Don't forget to go to altplayground.net. It is the website we use to hook up with hot people who are open-minded in a non-monogamous relationship. Right now, they have nine different gender identities, nine relationship statuses, and 13 sexual orientations on their website. That is amazing. If you don't fit into one of those, move to another planet. <laughs> So again, APG's mission is to provide a fun and inclusive environment for all non-monogamous and sexually open people. So go check it out. Go check out our community over there where you can message us, ask to see my penis, and I will open up that album. <laughs> it's just an album of just your penis. Just, just different angles. Password, penis. <laughs> We have officially started. Lauren, how is your headphone volume? How does this sound for you? It's good. And I'm going to keep the gum in, I think. Wow. Yeah, I'm going rogue. I'll tell you why. Because I'm tired and I just want to be done with this episode. <laughs> I just want to be done with it. I want to wrap it up, give it to the Pony Express and let them deliver it to everybody because I, I can't. I can't anymore. You're done. I'm just tired. Yeah. I'm a little cranky. What are you tired from? Just life. Not the gym or? Definitely not the gym. <laughs> I literally <laughs> fell asleep at the gym today. I, I, there was this hot girl. She's kind of hot. I don't know. Sometimes I can't tell if a girl is hot or just extremely young. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, she's she's in her twenties. Uh, but no, I've seen her before, and there's like two of her. There's one version of her, and then there's another version of her. I mean, they're two separate people, but one of them is slightly different than the other. I used to always get them confused. I thought they were the same person. I just thought some days she had better days, but it turns out one's just hotter than the other. Uh huh. And uh, she was there today, and I'm a little obsessed with her stomach. When I was in the gym today, I did a very good job of ignoring her, right? <laughs> because I don't want to be that douchebag. Yeah, right? she was like doing lots of yoga stretchy poses right stuff, which is always hard to ignore right me not being douchey i went and got a mat and started doing yoga <laughs> no you didn't yeah i've never done you yoga. never took even get um, a mat for for abs or anything so i was like i'm gonna do i'm gonna do abs right mm-hmm. and she's like to my left mm-hmm. right probably looking at me but i don't know because i'm i'm ignoring her i'm really busy oh ignoring her so yes i lay down on the mat i'm gonna do abs and then i was like well this is really bad for my back and i don't feel like going to get that little ball so i'm gonna just stretch so i started <laughs> to stretch in a very yoga like way to impress her in some way and then i realized i don't think this looks impressive at all <laughs> Child's pose, impressive. Is that what I did? Child's pose? I mean, I looked at you once and you were doing child's pose. Right. My only two choices are downward dog, which to me would have been way too aggressive, Mm -hmm. right? I don't want to let her know on our first date because that was kind of our first date (laughs) that, you know, I'm into getting pegged. Uh, So I figured I'll go to, uh, which one did I do? Child's pose. So I go into child's pose and I'm like, well, I'm just going to meditate. She's going to stare at me. She's going to be like, look at him being it in peace with himself. Yeah. Uh, I nodded off for like a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that that sort of virile energy probably got her a little wet. Yeah. Anyway. I, I'm going to ask her next time. She's pretty hot. Maybe, did you see her? Yeah. She's, I don't know how to describe her. It's like her... Some angles she's hot and some she's not. Yeah. But no, I like the way she works out. Today was just a very different day for her. I was aware. Oh, so you've also been watching her. Yeah. That's so creepy, Lauren. Like, <laughs> I can't believe you're just staring at this girl. Because she does some cool stuff. And yeah, she got she does. a really great ass. Yesterday, she spent a lot of time on the bike. And uh, I don't go to the bike section a lot. Uh-huh. I didn't get to really ignore her efficiently yesterday. But today, today I got to ignore her really efficiently. Last night we had dinner with the people from the podcast, new with tags, uh-huh. Jamie and Paul. Not new to us. They are the loveliest people you could ever meet. Yeah, that right? was my text to her last night. I was like, thank you for just being y'all. <laughs> yeah, and talk about bodies. Like she has that body that I that I really like. She was wearing a cute little sundress where I'm like, ah, just bend you over and lift up that little sundress. <laughs> That's like a, a fantasy for me. Like when, when I see girls in sundresses, there's something about lifting up that light fabric and just g- going to town. Yeah, I don't know what it is. That's so funny. Yeah. I wish I could think like a guy sometimes about that Oh, you that can. Stuff. I've seen you do it. We had sat on switched sides of the table, so I was sitting next to him and you were sitting next to her, and he's such a low talker. Yeah. We just immediately started like bantering going back and forth, and he just got me so tickled. Like, he's really freaking funny. Yeah, he's very funny. He's very smart. He's very dry. Very dry. But he talks very low. <laughs> <laughs> and he has this really deep resonating voice but but he talks really low and you have to catch it 
Now, if you don't remember Paul and Jamie, I really honestly don't remember if we spoke about them. I know they spoke about us on their podcast, New With Tags, about how we saved their lives. Now, what (laughs) happened was last time they were here, they went to the Desire Hotel and, like most people, got very, very ill, Mm -hmm. got the COVID Mm -hmm. there because you sign the the release form when you check in (laughs) and then they give you COVID. (laughs) It's, it's on the pen. They they dip the pens in COVID. <laughs> they do. But we were going to take them to the hospital last time, and they wound up just getting out of town early or or something. I can't remember. But B was actually going to take them. They they were very thankful for that. And they bought they smuggled us in some drugs. Thank you for that. We had a really great time last night. And give them a listen. Uh, actually, give them a listen for this reason only. Really, even if you don't like their podcast, just keep listening because these two cannot hold one. <laughs> laughing they can't hold a conversation because they talk about 19 different things at the same time (laughs) so the podcast makes them focus at least try to focus on one thing i laugh about it because my wife is the same exact way she has a golden retriever brain she can't actually stick to one subject you know they were talking a little bit about the hotel we're talking about who was there and it brought back some memories of one of the things that the difference is in going there three years after being there every single week, as opposed to going there back in 2012 when we were just as guests. Not unlike, and it doesn't even have to be desire, really. It could be anywhere. It could be a club. It could be anywhere. You know, one of the first things you would do is you would walk into the hotel, you sort of go through the crowd. Bedhopper said it great in one of the th- things that we did with them, where they sort of go across the room like Robocop and you start to sort of look and size up all the couples. And that's super normal. Yeah, right? absolutely. I-, I still do it. But we were privileged enough to spend so much time there that we were able to really get in touch with our emotions and our our attractions and what is reality. So I want to sort of break this down into a few different things when it comes to attractiveness. Number one is FOMO. How does that have to do with attractiveness? Well, I got to tell you. Okay. I'm just trying to lay the, lay out the framework. Okay. You know what I mean? That was the foundation. Now I'm putting in the floorboards. Good. I like it. Okay. I'm with you. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Because one of the things that people do is I've booked my trip or I'm going to this party or cruise or insert whatever. Mm-hmm. The first thing that a lot of people, not all, first thing most people do is jump into some sort of social media and say, hey, everybody, I'm going to this. Who else is going to be there? Uh Send me the information. Now, this has become a lot more prevalent. We have a a private Facebook group on the Facebook. You can go join that if you want. It's got the longest (laughs) title, Desire, RM, Pearl, Trip. Richard and Lauren's in there. Richard and Lauren's in there. We're going to change that eventually. There's another group out there that is administered by a guy named Gary, and our group is way better than his. (laughs) right, Gary. Suck it. Most people come to our group and say, thank God you started a group because Gary's group sucks ass. Yeah. And for some reason, they always use the term sucks ass. (laughs) I've heard it several times. I got to be honest. I like Gary. Yeah. He's a great guy. Some would even say that I'm gay for Gary. (laughs) But but honestly, there's no reason to be in his group. (laughs) I would just I would just come over to ours. Yeah. And it's not like you're leaving Gary. Gary's in our group. Yeah, he's he's in our group. And someday I'll allow him to be a moderator. <laughs> it's, it's just 
<laughs> but uh, even in that situation, you know, people are very quick to say, hey, I'm going this week. Who's going to be there? And what you're doing, you start to get anxious of who's going to be there when I get there. Is this trip going to end up where I'm going to walk out and I'm going to be like, I'm not really attracted to anybody here. And this is a weird thing for people to probably wrap their heads around. But th- that sort of falls into the FOMO. It's like, what am I going to miss out on? Or what am I missing out on if I go the next week or the week before? Yep. This is them trying to ensure some sort of maybe connection or or whatever. Yeah. I get it. I really do. I would also like to have a glance of people. And we were talking last night with Paul and Jamie and we were like, listen, the one thing we love is turnover. When we open our resort, I'm going to parade the new guests that checked in that day (laughs) like prize cattle that are going to come Come in the door. <laughs> They're gonna, you know, with a little leash. Maybe they do a little decoutage. Decoutage? I, What's the word when the horses dance? Dressage. Dressage. Oh, okay. Dressage. <laughs> Anyways, at our hotel, when you're at Room 77 Resort at 11 a.m., <laughs> put on your best. That's right. But it has to come off easy because we are going to strip you down. <laughs> Uh, and we're going to parade you out by the pool and say, let's welcome all the new guests. Please disrobe, do a full circle, and then go about your day. And you're blindfolded. Now, look, does that seem demeaning? Yes. It seems that way. It, is it something that we would enjoy? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so, Facebook, but just live. And that will <laughs> save us a lot of time and a lot of energy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Our resort's going to be great. It is. But the thing that we learned, the thing that we came to learn, I should say, is I used to get FOMO sitting at that resort. You, you not so much. So you would lie in bed trying to take a nap, but you couldn't take a nap because you're so worried about, is there somebody else that showed up at the jacuzzi right now? Or if you were at a party, that is sort of the same thing as being on the wrong floor or in a different room, mm-hmm. or outside, in the outside section, it's like, well, what's happening? Oh, you wind up not really talking to people because you're sort of looking over their shoulder, like all of these mind things that really ruin your time. They just ruin your time. They ruin your vacation. They ruin your party. They ruin They ruin a lot of things. Yeah. Come to find out, and this is the truth, I promise you, you are not missing out on anything. Not the wrong week, not next week, not when you heard, oh my God, we had such a great time. It was such a great party. Yeah, there will be others and you will be a part of something great and somebody else won't be a part of that. But there is no way to trade an experience with another time and another place. You got to drop that crap out. The most important part of this is we have come into situations where I'm not attracted to anybody here. Oh, absolutely. Eventually everything works out and you wind up leaving whatever it was. And you're like, oh, it was a good time. Yeah. Sometimes things suck, but that's just life. Usually not in a week. Listen, if you go someplace for a week, especially lifestyle related, and you're like, oh, that sucked. That entire trip sucked. There is something wrong with you. <laughs> There's something wrong with you. There, there has to be. You're around such wonderful, amazing people. You're naked. You're expressing yourself. You're with like-minded people. This vacation should be fucking amazing yeah. for you. Right? And you should let yourself go. And I used to do that sometimes. I'd get lost in the jacuzzi. I would just start talking to people. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily because I was going to hook up with them. And then you would float off. And then I would pull out of my conversation about the most random shit. Sometimes I'm like, where's my husband? Yeah. But how interesting. And this brings me to sort of 
of the last point of it, which is attraction, which is where we started. There are many, many times over the three years that we were there, day in, day out, you walk into a place, you don't see anybody, anybody that you would be attracted to on paper. When we say no expectations now, we really mean no expectations because we are aware the attraction to people or to couples can change exponentially by speaking to them, laughing with them, having a good time with them, or them having a negative reaction or Mm -hmm. watching them have a negative interaction with someone. Those things can change very, very quickly. So time and time after, again, we've been in situations where we have been talking to someone not somebody I had really thought of sexually yeah. or whatever. A half hour goes by and you're like, I'm really attracted to this person. I didn't even think about it. And that happens all the time. So it's very difficult to walk into a place, look at it like a canvas, uh-huh. no matter what situation you're in, and say, mm, I'm not attracted to anybody here. Spending that energy, even thinking about it, is just a waste of time. And you have to go into that situation with your partner and be open because people can change. I know it sounds crazy, but it's it's like their face and their body morphs in front of your eyes. You have to force yourself to be in the present moment. Do a wide sweep and you're like, no, not really. You're not even trying to get to know any people with their mind, with their hearts, with their thoughts of what they may offer you. Like we go in with a like a prerequisite of how we would judge a soulmate or a life partner. And you can't do it like that for the lifestyle. There's such a different set of rules or set of things that you would judge people by. Not not that I want to say judge, but you have to really just go in and get to know the wonderfulness of the people. And that's sort of, I think, what you mean by the FOMO. If you pull yourself out of the situation and say, I'm not going to hunt in this group, then you're just missing out on not only meeting all the great people that are like-minded and stuff, but there's going to be something in there for you. You just have to get to know them. And it may be like you mesh with a couple because they're into something sexual that you guys don't really do and you want to try it or they start getting into your mind or something. And it's just like I have found that a lot. Like I don't really have a type. My type morphs a lot. I like that. That's what I love about the lifestyles. It's so extracurricular. It's so extra. It's, It's a la carte, if you will. And you can just getting out there and allowing yourself to be vulnerable to meet new people and see what you may be attracted to is a really cool way to go about life in general, whether it's the party or the vacation or the whatever. So everyone, keep it open with yourself, with your partner. Allow your partner to be attracted to things that you might not think she or he might not be attracted to because like Lauren says, it changes sometimes, right? There's too many people out there who speak for their partner all the time. Oh, I hate when that happens. You know, but I'm guilty of it. You would be into that. Yeah, kind of am into that. Yeah. Or you're attracted to him. That happens all the time. Now, I think I know what your type is. Your type is men that look like they can kill me in (laughs) in hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. Anyway, allow yourself to go out there and talk to everyone. Allow yourself, your mind to be open when you're talking to somebody and you're connecting and that energy starts to mix. Those things that you thought were important, when you were looking at everything in a sort of canvas view, they all start to melt away. They all start to fade away. That is such an amazing human quality. Then I'm going to go off on a tangent here because- (laughs) Because why not? I'll just do the next episode in this one. (laughs) 
We'll just keep going. This experiment on birds, right? Where the birds have to find a mate. And they took a little piece of paint and they painted one side of the bird, making the bird pattern unsymmetrical. And that bird would not be chosen as a mate. Oh, yeah. The bird would look at the bird and be like, no, dude, mm -hmm. you're all unsymmetrical and fucked up. I don't want to mate with you. You're going to fuck up the gene pool. Mm -hmm. I'm out. And mm -hmm. then they would fly away. And then the other bird would just be left there alone, sad and addicted to opioids. <laughs> <laughs> That's how addiction starts. Uh, the, the ones that were symmetrical, they chose. So it is animal behavior. But humans have this amazing quality where maybe you are unsymmetrical and maybe that is the first thing that you see. But yeah. when, you, when you start to speak to them and that energy starts to happen uh, between human beings, all of that starts to fade away. It starts to become a feeling. Right. What my point is, is the bird's not going to stick around and be like, well, let me get to know this bird, <laughs> see where he's flew around to, let me check out his nest. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he builds a mad nest. Beautiful, girthy beak. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not going to stick around. Porn is the bird seeing the symmetrical bird. You're sitting there. You have no emotional involvement. And you're going to click on whatever makes you excited. And if you're not into it anymore, you just click away. That is the animal in us. But the human in us is the socialization. That's something that is really unique that we're able to, to practice and do. So do that for yourself. Do it for one another. The end. Yeah, that is it. All Our, the tangents we have for you today. Listen, I have to, uh, I don't know what I have to do. <laughs> edit. I got to edit this crap. <laughs> Tomorrow, I hope that girl's at the gym and we do yoga together. I'm coming in with yoga leggings, like Lululemon <laughs> and a new mat. I'm going to see if I can buy a fake man bun to put on my head. Oh, my God. I think she'd be into that. Anyway, yoga tomorrow, one o'clock with Sarah. I I, it's like she looks like a Sarah. She's or like a, a Lindsay. Lindsay, that's better. Yeah. Yoga tomorrow with Lindsay. I'm coming with a mat. In fact, I'm going to change that. I'm not going to wear Lululemons. I think I'm going to wear really short, loose shorts with no underwear. Oh. Yeah, let my dick fall out. <laughs> I don't, that'll tell me where she stands. All right. I'm coming for you, Lindsay. All right, Lauren, I have to go. I love you too. All right, Lauren, we got to get out of here. It's enough. We have a workshop. We have a live workshop to do tonight. I have to shower before we do it because I can smell I can smell myself right now. Don't tell the people that. Well, I can. And if I take my hand and I rub it on my balls, oh my God. do you want to smell this? It's disgusting. <laughs> Honestly, just smell it. It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> You're smelling it. It's really bad. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, bye. You better wash your hands. I You're going to touch your laptop after that. I'm going to pick my teeth. No! All right, hurry up because we have to get out of here. Okay. Tell everybody, what, what are you addicted to this month? I'll tell you what I'm addicted to first. I'm addicted to doorbells. I got a handy, nifty on sale. Hello, doorbell. And I'm addicted to watching the front door on the computer. Now, the thing is that's awesome about this thing is that it recognizes faces. And I was like, well, that's exciting. And then I realized no one comes to our house. So it only knows you and me. 
Well, it took a while to get to know you. It was like, some lady is at your door. Yeah. I'm like, honey, this is insulting. Yeah, it still gets you wrong sometimes. I don't like, like it. There's a stranger, stranger danger. <laughs> and then uh, I had to call my friend for the electrical wiring. I was like, hey, man, are you an electrician? He's like, sort of. I'm like, good enough. How do you wire a doorbell? And uh, he sent me some diagrams. That's what I love about the lifestyle community. Just reach out to anybody and they'll just drop anything. And yeah. from thousands of miles away, uh, help me wire my doorbell. Why? <laughs> awesome. Uh, because we were naked together at some point. That's that's the reason. That's how it rolls. You call any vanilla friend and they're like, what? <laughs> they're horrible people, vanillas. <laughs> Say that horrible. Now we have some good vanilla. What people. are you, what are you addicted to? I am literally addicted to celery. It is the worst vegetable ever. I literally can't stop thinking about celery. I guess my body needs something in it that it has. It's so weird. Here's the thing about your addiction. Number one, it will make you more regular, and number two, I think your semen is going to taste really sweet. <laughs> Maybe I'm pregnant. Tell them about Bikini Addiction. Uh, bikini Addiction, we are going to give away free bikinis if you book five nights or more. You can go to Desire, you can go to Hedo, you can go wherever you like. You're um, a travel agent now, so anybody can go anywhere they want now. So if they go anywhere they want, do they still get a free bikini? They do, as long as you spend $2,000. Let me get this straight. Yes. So I'm going to stay at the Courtyard Marriott. Yeah. I'm going to stay there for business. Right. And I'm going to spend 2001 Oh. Do I get a free bikini? <laughs> I'll I'll send you a free bikini. Really? That's true? If you book through me, yeah. I hope somebody does, though. I go in my little travel portals and I look up prices. I did someone today, actually. I booked four people on a flight. Do they get a bikini? (laughs) Why? Because they didn't go to the Courtyard Marriott. No, they didn't spend $2,000. I think I get it. You can still support us by using promo code ROOM77 and get 10% off. A lot of you guys did last month and it was very awesome. I get very excited. I get an email every time. All right, last but not least, those lovely patrons who get, they got uh, half of the this podcast early this month. Yeah, they did. That was fun. We got a lot of good comments on that. Yeah, they fun. really enjoyed that. <laughs> who are the new patrons that bought their way into our lives this month? <laughs> yeah. Jason Gill, Magnus, Danook, Javier, McMurrin, T. Scott, Tracy and Will, Chris, T.R., Mr. Mace, Andy and Yulia, Caleb, Molly, Genevieve, Drew, Eve, Anon, Drew, Sasha, Fuego Studios, Brian C., Dennis, Mark C., Thanos, Michael Rack, and CJ Crazy, Jeff, Lee Dan, Robert, Lisa, OSL 2020, Francois, David Kern, Mr. Phillips, David Bolton, Aaron and Joanna, Lisa Sam, Michael Johnson, Dan, Deanna, Madeline, Ted Spike, PNK, HG, Stephen Davis, T&E and Todd. Thank you all Patreons for, for all of your support. Does anybody else call them Patreons? Well, no, it's the word of the company. Oh, well. All right. I have to go take a shower and get this stench off of my body. Do something. Do you want to smell my finger? No, don't touch me. <laughs> and that about does it for us. For more information, visit us at room77life.com. Thanks for stopping by Room 77. We had a blast. Now get your clothes and get out.